Joanna. You can be bigger and better and grander. And I wonder how many women are playing small, contracting in order to stay with someone because they don't think that it can get any better. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. In today's episode, you're in for a treat. I have been a little pensive about recording this one particular topic because it is true to my heart. It is something that I am living with as we speak, and I wanted to share it with you. I will probably get very open, very vulnerable, and I know that's why there was a lot of hesitation in recording this specific episode. And the theme of this show is love and rejection. Now, this may not pertain to some of my gals that are actually currently in a relationship, yet Even if you're in a relationship, I know there's still heartache sometimes when you're in a relationship. Maybe he or she will say something to you that can hurt you or do something that can feel like rejection. So don't tune out yet. This can probably also contribute to you as well. And shout out to my single gals. Okay, if you're single during the pandemic and if you live alone, we should get like a a little medal because this has been... Wow, such a revelation. It has really exposed who I am as a female, who I am as a woman, who I am as a business owner, and my strength of getting through the pandemic, being alone and physically not being able to date anybody or even just hang out with another man or female. And so that's been tough because I like to hug and I like attention and I, and I want to give attention and I want to be with somebody and, and hang out and, and Netflix and chill. And with the past five months has been interesting to say the least. My ask of myself when I started this podcast was for me to be real, raw, and authentic. My 2020 theme and my my like one thing vision on my annual plan was to share my stories. And if you've been following me on social, you'll notice that I'm really sharing a lot more. Like I'm an open book. I'd say I'm like 95% open book where there's like still a little bit that is not yet out there. And I wonder what else is possible that I could put out there, you know, in the future. With that being said, I wanted to talk about heartache and the rejection that I felt about 10 months ago, if you're listening to the real time, my boyfriend and I broke up. Now to just to save his identity, I'm going to call him Marky Mark today. And if you don't know who Marky Mark is, 
Get out your phones and Google. He's Mark Wahlberg of the Wahlbergs, if you watch MTV, the Wahlbergs. And in the 90s, he was a singer, rapper, dancer, model, and his brother was in New Kids on the Block. But I just thought it'd be funny, so I'm going to call him Marky Mark this whole time. And last September, Marky Mark out of the blue said he did not want to be with me anymore and he wanted to move out. We were living together. And I was absolutely shocked and devastated. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I was crying uncontrollably. I couldn't teach that day because the hurt, the rejection was so strong. And I had had my heart broken before, but like in my teens and twenties, I had never had it broken in my forties when I was more of a, a strong woman and, and more in my own skin, if you know what I mean. So I was able to really, really feel the feelings in a different way than I did when like when I was in my teens and, you know, I'm crying on my bed because we broke up. Like that was like puppy love. I can see it different if you get the energy of what I mean. And this one was, it was like I just found out that Santa Claus didn't exist. And the biggest hurt was that I felt rejected. I felt like I wasn't pretty enough. I felt like I wasn't sexy enough. I felt like I wasn't desirable enough. I wasn't smart enough. All the enoughs, if I had it, then he would still want to be with me. And you can tell that I'm, it's still very raw. And it's very, very interesting to me that from the outside world, from the way people see me, they see me as very strong and tough. And that I am. And I am also a big softy. I am also a little five-year-old girl stuck in a 40-year-old woman's body. I love hugs and kisses and tenderness. And I am also strong. With that being said, I was noticing that people around me were... When my mom passed away, I got more people reaching out then. And I was actually sadder when this relationship ended. And it's not to impugn on that. I was not sad that my mom passed away. Yet it was a different, because I didn't feel rejected from my mom. It was a different sadness. It was a different ending where this was an ending as in like out of the blue, it's because of you. So it felt like that. Now I, I know it's not because of me. It has, it, it's something that he did not desire anymore. It had nothing to do with me. And I, um, that's a whole other, I think, podcast to talk about because I wanted to go back and relive everything and go, what could I have changed? What could I have done better? How can I have been sexier? How can I have done this, that, and the other in order to keep him? And what I realized is that that was me playing small. Like the man of my dreams, my Prince Charming, and I, his queen and princess, he would never leave me. He would never want to leave me. So this is not the person for you, Joanna. And there is something bigger and grander out there for you. 
And those are the things that I learned from the heartbreak, from the end of the relationship. And this is how I got back up. And I wanted to share with you what I did because I had to sit down when I was preparing for this show and think, what actually did I do? And it's still raw. You can hear it in my voice. And yet I am getting stronger by the minute, by the day, by the month because of this. And what happened right after he left is I started to get a knee problem. And I literally, no joke, if you saw me, I could not walk. The people that were close to me saw that I literally could not walk. I could not walk down the stairs. And if I did, it took me five minutes to walk down the stairs. And I had to get a cane. And uh, this was my big dance event that I had in November. And I couldn't walk around at the dance event. And I had to really receive a lot of help. I had to really receive just sitting there and everybody doing everything for me because I could not walk. And people saw me like, you have a cane? What the hell? And I had no reason to tell them. They're like, what happened? Nothing actually happened. And I know that was my body not ready, not willing yet to move forward. The knee, the legs were a representation of moving forward in life. And I was like stuck. I was like throwing a little tantrum. No, he's going to come back to me. He wants me. And it was like, do you really want him, Joanna? Or is it your ego just not happy because he decided not to continue with you? And that's what it was. You know, I'm like, okay, there's something greater out there yet. Oh, here comes the ego. Why doesn't he want me? If anybody has ever seen the movie, When Harry Met Sally, this is back in the 80s, and it's a phenomenal movie. If you have not seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. It is so good. I think it stands the test of time. And in the movie, she was with her boyfriend for five years. They broke up, and she's like, she tells her girlfriends, I'm actually okay. And then they want to set her up with a guy. And then a couple months later, she gets a phone call from her ex, he's saying he's going to marry this new girl. And they just knew each other. And she's so sad and she's crying and everybody's asking her, like, I thought you didn't want him. She's like, I don't, but why didn't he want me? And that's like the best line of the movie. She's like, I know, but why didn't he want me? That's what I felt like. It was a rejection. It had nothing to do with the breakup. It had nothing to do with going in separate ways. It really had nothing to do with that. The theme of my heartache, the theme of my down and my knee not being able to walk was I was feeling unwanted. I was feeling unbeautiful. I was feeling unsexy. And fill in the rest, that's what I was feeling. So the first thing I did was you know me, girls. I asked a question and I went into like two to three months of questions before anything shifted. Okay. It shifted a little bit. You know what I mean? But it took a while till it, like it really shifted. I would say in January. And that, so that was three, four months after this happened. Okay. And I would say in January, I went to this event and it was like, finally, I could see the light. You know that moment you're like, oh my God, I can see the light. Yes. Okay. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Boom. Four months. Okay, cool. 
And going back, thinking about it, I kept asking, what is right about this right now that I can't see? And then, what is this? I kept asking, like, my knee, what is this? What is this? I wonder what this is that I can't walk. And then one day, I just got a knowing in my body. You're not willing to release him yet. And you're holding on and you need to let him go. It's not fair to him. I heard it. Thank you, God, for allowing me and showing me that that's what it was. So I came up with this mantra and I didn't walk. You, If you all follow me on social, I walk every morning. I just love to walk. I can run, walk. I just need to be outside in the crisp air in the morning to start my day. And I wasn't walking because I couldn't walk. And I was like, well, I could still take the cane out and I could walk. So one day I went out and I did. I walked with a limp and I started this mantra. I said, I love Marky Mark and I set him free. That sounds funny, huh? (laughs) I love myself and I set myself free. I love Marky Mark and I set him free. I love myself and I set myself free. I start to tear as I say it because it was with such gratitude and such appreciation for him and for our relationship and for what I received from the time that we were together. I see it as a gift that what I got from that relationship that is just making me so much stronger for the next chapter or whomever I'm going to be with. And that's my mantra. And I would say that. And OMG, girls. I'm not joking you. I am not even pulling your leg. The next day, boom, I could walk back normally. It was like a freaking miracle. Got of like, you know, I don't know. You go to the church and they take the demon out of you. And it was like that, like, hallelujah. It's a miracle. Yeah. The next day I was walking. I mean, it wasn't perfect walking, but it was like, oh my God, I could walk down the stairs. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Oh my God. I found it. These questions work. God gave me like, you need to let him go. You're holding too tightly. Poor guy, just let him be, let him fly away. And I said that mantra. I still say that mantra to today, 10 months later, I still say it. Okay, let him go. Like you're holding on too tightly. And I'm asking you a question of where are you holding tightly? Is there a business? I know I've held businesses tightly. Are there friendships where you're like, oh, this still bugs me and you're holding tightly to them? It was like a forgiveness energy, yet I knew I had forgiven him. It was letting him go. It was cutting the cord. It was similar to like a parent still calling you every day when you go off to college and you're like, mom, dad, cut the cord. I'm good. Let me go because you've let me go, but you didn't really let me go. That's what it was. And it was such an aha for me to go, wow, okay, I am creating this in my body, in my life, and he's good. Let him go, Joanna. Are you willing? And are you ready? I started saying that mantra, even though I felt better, I'm still saying it till today and take that mantra, use it. So let's review the tool one more time. I love fill in XYZ. I set it free or them free. I love myself and I set myself free from that person or free from whatever. That's the mantra that I say. 
Maybe it's, I love my business and I set it free. I love myself and I set myself free. That's what I did. The second thing I did was I started to study and listen to podcasts and and teachings that had to do with heartbreak and breakups. I mean, I studied it. And I've always noticed that with clients, when they want to lose weight, they want to change their body, they want to change their mindset, they want to up-level their business, they want it, yet they don't start studying the subject. I'm like, you got to study the subject. That subject has got to be on 24 hours a day. Like, that's all you think about. And that's all I did. Every day I woke up and I put on Abraham Hicks. I would search Abraham Hicks breakups. Abraham Hicks heartache. Abraham Hicks can't get over a lover. Like, you name it, I just kept playing them over and over. I would send it to my girlfriend. She would send me one. It was like, because I was just, or I was studying it. And every time I listened to Abraham, I would feel a little bit lighter. I'm like, ooh, oh my gosh, yes. This is not heartache. This is just because I'm not in my higher self. Okay, got it. This is it's not about that. Love does not look like that. And every time I really think about it, I have so much love for him and appreciation. And I'm ready to move on to the next chapter. And when I'm there, I know that I'm in like pure godly uh, feeling where I just have so much admiration and so much honoring of that relationship. I am so grateful for that relationship. I can't even tell you like, oh my gosh, I learned so much. And what am I going to learn from the next? And that's what I did. And if you're not familiar with Abraham Hicks, she teaches and talks about the laws of attraction. And you could look her up at abraham-hicks.com. And the third thing I did was, ooh, and I'm getting better at this, is I asked for help. Every time I was crying, every time I was like down and out, I'd call up my girlfriend. And shout out to she knows who she is. And I'd call her because she just knew what to say. She didn't, she wasn't like, oh, poor you. But yet what she said to me was like, Joanna, there's nothing wrong with you. Because I kept going into there's something wrong with me. And I'm so grateful for her because I couldn't see it at that moment. I truly started to believe and I was buying the lie that I wasn't worthy because I'm in my 40s and the story is Joanna hasn't found anyone yet. And you know what's really funny is that I'm on these dating apps now and I get a lot of the question of, let me word this. They ask, what brings you to Bumble? What brings you to Hinge? What brings you to whatever app I'm on? Like, why haven't you found the guy yet? And I guess, and maybe I'm changing this. Maybe I'm making it more than it is. But I wonder if it's like, is there something wrong with you because you're in your 40s and you're still single? Like, why are you still single? That's the question they ask. Why are you still single? Like, I don't get it, Joanna. And <laughs> I always just said, because I'm picky. And I will be doing an episode on this about, gosh, I have so many fun stories about uh, these dating apps and I'm learning so much about myself. So, so, so much. I believe everybody should be in a dating app later on in their life because you truly get a master's degree in yourself because it's a mirror. You really learn so much. And these guys that are talking to you, you're talking to strangers, trying to get to know people. And wow, 
that is the next episode that I'm going to do. The next one or the one after. So stay tuned for that. And another thing I realized was that in retrospect, when everything was done, I remember in the relationship, I always asked, how does it get better than this? Because it was so amazing. It was really amazing. And I just kept asking, how does it get better than this? Oh my God, how does it get better? We asked it together. I asked it apart. He asked it apart. It was like everything we were walking, talking, how does it get better than this? And then he breaks up with me. And I know that God, universe, the divine life has something better for me. Isn't that interesting? Yet my logical mind could not see anything better because he was the best at that time. Until you have something better, you don't know because there's no contrast. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's something better. Because I kept asking, I kept asking, and boom, I got exactly what I asked for. Another magical question that I like is, how is this what you've been asking for showing up differently than what you expected? Ooh, that's a good one, huh? And I'm like, damn, this is what I've been asking for showing up differently than what I expected. <sighs> okay, God, I hear you. I got it. All right, I'm waiting. I'm open. Boom. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I'm willing to receive something better because when I'm not willing to receive something better, that's when I go back and hence the word back, backwards, you turn around and I want it to save it. I want it to be smaller. I want it to play small. I want it to contract. I want it to go, no, I'll be the girl that you want me to. Joanna, you can be bigger and better and grander. And I wonder how many women are playing small, contracting in order to stay with someone because they don't think that it can get any better. And I know that there's something better. And last thing before I wrap this up, I had an aha. I see Jennifer Lopez as somebody that is willing and open for love. And yet she's been married three times, how many boyfriends in the public eye, and she is willing to receive whatever judgment is going to come her way because she keeps upgrading. This is my interesting opinion, is that every boyfriend she has, she keeps upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. And this is because I, I follow her. I read her book. I mean, I, I know things, certain songs that are written for certain men, you know, and if you're just kind of on the outside, you might just see the, the outside story. But I know the behind the scenes and what I, what I know, and of course, I don't know her. I wonder how I can. Yet what I received from this is that when she met Alex Rodriguez, he was actually the better. She just kept asking, you know, okay, what's next? There's something better. There's something better. And then something better came along. And I kind of see that because I'm in my 40s and every boyfriend that I've had has been such a contribution to my life. Such like... I learned so much about me, about men, about relationships, about love, about people, about working with people, about communication. Like, wow. And I'm like, the next guy that gets me, I'm like, I, I have a freaking master's degree in it because I've dated a lot and I'm going to have a doctorate degree because I'm learning so much. Like I said, get on a dating app. You're going to get a doctorate degree in 
dating and yourself and up-leveling who you are as a person. And that's what I am receiving from now dating and being open that way. I really appreciate you listening to this and I, uh, I feel really excited and expansive for sharing my stories. And the fear for me is that people will listen to it that know me that are maybe are in my stories. And I'm like, Joanna, are you willing for them to listen? And the answer is yes, I'm willing, but I'm still scared, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, that, that's what's going on right now in my brain as I record this. And after sharing the story with you, sharing what I've learned from heartache, I feel so much better and lighter and actually have so much appreciation for the people in my life, for the people that have contributed to my journey, my path, everybody that's gotten on the train, my train of life. And may, some people are still on the train. Some people are in the caboose. Some people have got off. Some people were on the train longer. Some have ended their ride. And all those people, I, I am so in awe, in gratitude of you. And that's what I feel right now after telling you this story. Please screenshot this episode on your phone. Tag me on social on DMs in Instagram at Joanna Vargas official, and then write down your takeaway from today. Maybe do a little video. And, but if you send me a DM, I guess I could screenshot it and share it or let me know if that's okay. But I really want to share with the world and share these stories because what I realized is that we, and I'm speaking from my own experience of what I've noticed is that we are becoming more conscious yet with a little bit of like a little bit of a nephew, a little bit of like, mm, I'm still hiding. And how can we unhide even more? I wonder. And uh, I know I'll see it in my lifetime. And I'm excited for that. I appreciate you all. I adore you all. I'm so incredibly grateful. And until next time gals. Remember to get back up. And the heartache and the rejection has nothing to do with you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.